We are live. You think we can keep the racial slurs to a minimum today? I think so. Oh, that's great. Unless, Thank you. I appreciate unless it. Unless another one pops up that I was not aware of. <laughs> if you missed it, folks, on uh, Patreon last night, Craig <laughs> started the show with this racial tirade, just out of completely out of nowhere. He was throwing out slurs I couldn't believe he was using. Me either, after I looked it up. <laughs> and it was sad to see, like, because it was right after, obviously, I congratulated him. He, you know, if you don't know, he's Jerry Callahan's new producer. We were tipping our cap to him here, wishing him luck. And then, of course, he has to play this character of now he's now he's the racist guy because he's on Jerry's podcast, you know? Well, that's just not fair. And it's really sad. No, it's not fair because it's funny. Uh, I've listened to Jerry Callahan for a long time. And, you know, legendary radio guy. And it's a shame that that sort of thing has stuck to him. Like, you know, he has some politics I would consider rigid. Maybe I wouldn't necessarily agree. With. But, of course, he's not a racist. Like, he doesn't, you know, treat people based on the color of their skin. That's silly. So I hate that people like Craig can't get past that and have stereotyped him in this way <laughs> and paint him as this horrible guy, you know. It's how I got the job, right? It's <laughs> It's just unfortunate. <laughs> That guys like Craig do that is all I'm saying. Normal people send in resumes. I clip my own show and I go, hmm, what do you think? Yeah, look how racist I am. <laughs> yeah, so you can get all of that. We save that for patreon.com slash blind mic if you want to go check that out. Accidents. That's where, uh, <laughs> or, oh, botch, that's where all our slurs are contained. Botch spot uh, happens in wrestling all the time. A botched spot. <laughs> I've heard that phrase enough. <laughs> It's a perfect. It's a perfect phrase, actually. Um, well, let's see. Uh, when are you starting, Jerry? By the way, Monday. Uh, I th- uh, possibly it's supposed to be Tuesday, but uh, it might be Monday. Okay. Oh, because the President's Day. Right. Yeah, I'm sure Jerry's honoring the presidents. <laughs> He's off gallivanting. Get to work, Jerry. He's off gallivanting in uh, Key West. <laughs> I'm just picturing him drinking. And then Thomas Jefferson <laughs> entered office. What I'm, is just, he? I'm just picturing him drinking out of like a, a half of pineapple. <laughs> <laughs> Some fruity drink. On a uh, one of those inner tubes floating <laughs> yeah. around. Yeah. That's fun. An umbrella drink. <laughs> I'm never leaving. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, so, you know, I want to support Craig uh, joining Jerry Callahan's show. But I do think it's a shame that he started off on that foot. So let everyone make sure you let Jerry know because he doesn't know me that well. So I don't want him lumping me in with that sort of behavior. So all the gearheads, make sure you tweet Jerry Callahan uh, all leading up to Craig's first day, but particularly on his first day. Make sure you tweet Jerry Callahan and say everything Craig says about you on the Blind Mike Project. Mike doesn't support. Mike thinks you're a great guy, despite what Craig says. Make sure that message is out there, please. What, what does he have to do with uh, the mix-up? Huh? So what does he have to do with that mix-up that happened? Well, that'll be for the gearheads to determine how they portray us. <laughs> I don't like this, because I know they're gonna. <laughs> <laughs> um, yes, so uh, good luck. Good luck there. Oh, here's a fun little... I have a few uh, geary anecdotes today. Mm-hmm. Um, the first one is yesterday. Oh, so we were talking, uh, I was on the great KMS this morning. Um, 
And before I, I before I believe this was before I was in hysterics, and I, got, I don't think I ever got out of laughter after I got in this. That's one that of the, goddamn concept thing. That's one of those laughs that you'll tell someone about like fifteen years from now. <laughs> <laughs> and that one got me good. <laughs> uh, but before that, we were talking about the bar stool that email bar stool sent out with their values and all that. Yeah. Yep. And it reminded me I forgot to mention this on the podcast. Um, but yesterday when I was leaving the studio, I pulled up my Uber and I went to order my ride home and uh, it wouldn't allow me to get a ride until I accepted their new terms of service, um, which happens every once in a while. I mean, well, yeah, it happens with all apps. I'm sure you guys know. Mm. But the strange thing about this one is for whatever reason, I just clicked on my little um, talk back, like the voice thing that reads to me. Mm-hmm. I said, yeah, let's just get a taste of what I'm agreeing to here. <laughs> and their new terms of service are essentially don't be racist. Ah, <laughs> uh. it's like, hey, make sure you agree to not judge any of your drivers based on their race, sexuality, or gender. So what if uh, and I was like, how will you even know what I'm judging them by? <laughs> so what if you have like a, a Cambodian guy driving you? And you give him three stars because you just weren't that pleased with his driving. That's that. That's fine, I guess, as long as I'm not doing it. It's kind of like in uh, Seinfeld when Jerry says he's returning his jacket for spite. <laughs> like, well, you already said spite, <laughs> <laughs> so I just can't be honest about it if I'm if I'm being racist. I guess I would uh, if I was the one that wrote up the new terms and conditions. I would write something weird in the middle of it just to see if anyone reads it. You know, like ninety nine percent of the people don't. Just yeah. See. Oh, that's definitely true. I think Facebook got in a lot of trouble for that. I think it was uh, your boy there, Ted Cruz, if I remember right. I can't remember who it was exactly, but someone really grilled Zuckerberg, and Zuckerberg was like, uh, "Well, it's in our terms of service." And he goes, "Who do you think would possibly read that? <laughs> These are not trained lawyers that are signing up for Facebook. Who's reading this shit?" But technically, wouldn't that win in court, though? Because he did give it to you. Um, I don't know. They might, if you have a good lawyer, they could probably prove, you know, they could argue, a Johnny Cochran type could argue that they did it knowing that no one would read it, you know? Ah, uh, got it. Put it, throw it back I on them. No, rather, no, that makes Talking sense. Talking out of my ass. Makes sense. Makes sense. Yeah. So, that, yeah. So, folks... If you're racist, if you have racism in your heart, like, you know, what we were talking about earlier, uh, don't try ordering Ubers. <laughs> because they're going to... I like the idea. I just like the idea that Uber put that together and then in their minds, like if a true racist is ordering an Uber and then they get to that step, they're like, ah, fuck. Guess I got to go to Lyft now. <laughs> God damn, Lyft's certainly not going to let me be racist. Where do I, how do I get home? <laughs> Start hitchhiking. Like that's going to thwart racism. <laughs> oh, they don't want me to yell slurs at the drivers. I, I feel like that'll make it worse. Now I understand. It'll, it'll make it worse because racism was not in your mind until that terms and conditions came up. Now it is. Now I'm like this motherfucker. <laughs> now I'm just going to hate this guy no matter what he yeah. is. You love that I agreed not to hate you for, <laughs> for the way you were born. <laughs> it's like uh, um, um, Kramer when he's like, I wish there was a word I could call you. 
a horrible word that could make you feel what I'm feeling right now. <laughs> in the back of like a crappy Civic. And <laughs> <sighs> well, kind of leading into that though. Yeah, so I just think it's funny in general that companies are doing that now. I wish I'd thought of it when we were talking about Barstool, but it's like it's even fallen to a company like that where they feel the need. Like, I don't think anyone needs that. Does anyone need you to say, like, you shouldn't be racist? Because the people, it's like Bill Burr's uh, um, domestic violence bit mm-hmm. where he's like all these ads about, like, don't hit women. Is there any? Is there anyone... Just shoving their wife into the cupboard drawers, going, "Oh shit, <laughs> upsie daisies." <laughs> he has a lot of domestic violence uh, jokes, and they're and all, they're all brilliant. They're honestly. all so funny. They're all quite brilliant. <laughs> I just like uh, what he's what he says. Um, it's not like you come home and you go, "Oh, two to casserole," and start swinging. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, no reason to hit a woman. <laughs> um, so anyways, that made me think of uh, this Michelle Wu. Uh, please, please, God, am I saying her name right? Uh, I'm going to bet yes. Is that, the, is that the mayor of Boston, Michelle Wu? It's just W-U. Oh, no, no. I, I wanted to make sure that was her first name also. I don't want to <laughs> mix it up. Well, uh, if she had an NBA jersey, it would probably just say Michelle on the back. Ah, uh, Okay. Those are Yao I don't Ming. get that. Yao Ming, Ichiro Suzuki. They all have their first names oh, on, the, right. on the on the back. <laughs> Move on. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> it was a fun <laughs> it was a fun little joke. I suppose. Um so Michelle Wu's the par- mayor of Boston, apparently. Mm-hmm. Or just any Asian broad, I guess, from what I understand. <laughs> yes. So what happened? Do we have this article? Because apparently a uh, protest, Michelle, if you're not from Boston, you may not know, or even if you are and just don't care about this stuff, uh, Michelle Wu's been getting a lot of flack for her, a lot of her COVID policies. You know, she loves, she loves wearing masks and that's, and vaccine passports and all that fun stuff. I can help. Uh, She's been taking some heat. What's that? I was going to say, I can actually help everyone out. If they're from Massachusetts and they're curious about all these topics, maybe try listening to the elephant in the room. Yes, go listen to that on uh, AM 550. It's wherever you get podcasts, actually. Oh, okay. Shout out. I just thought you were on an AM radio station. I'm no. like, yeah, that's where it is. No, no, no. Any further to the left and they'd be under the steering wheel. Um. Yes, no, go listen to Ella John, the, the great John Featherston. Correct. Uh, where he'll talk about that sort of stuff. But, yeah, she's beginning a lot of heat. You'll see videos of her speeches where people are, like, blowing sirens and shit. Yeah. And uh, she's the one we were talking about with the Instagram. They, they you right. know, blew up her Instagram video. Um, so one of these protesters wanted to get in on it. He said, I want to get in on the fun of heckling Michelle Wu. And he did that. And he found Michelle Wu and said, your policies stink. (laughs) Much like uh, Frank Costanza, you know? Uh, What the hell did you trade Jay Buna for? She really gave it to him. Or he really gave it to her, rather. Uh, And then it turns out it was just some Asian lady. It was not Michelle Wu. It's not the right person, though. (laughs) 
So, I mean, that is an unfortunate mistake. But is there, are there more specifics in this uh, article? A protester on Boston Common on Monday apparently wanted to give Mayor Michelle Wu an earful. <laughs> there was only one problem, though. The woman he directed his criticism at wasn't her. Uh, the, de- <laughs> the demonstrator. That's got to be rough. That's tough. That's a real tough. Uh, <laughs> well, he's just like, what? <laughs> <laughs> now, my understanding is it's someone that worked for Michelle Wu or worked at, like, you know, a city hall employee or something. Um, Oh, is that what it was? It was like uh, her first day or something, right? I think I th- so. I yes. think I saw that. Um, the demonstrator interrupted a press conference featuring uh, Rep. Nika Elugardo, something like that. Uh, aimed at boosting support for election day voter registration to move supporters say would help raise turnout among black and Latino voters in Massachusetts. The protester, an unidentified man wearing sunglasses and a mask, claimed the American Civil Liberties Union does not care about minority communities. <laughs> <laughs> Is there video of this? Because this seems fake. And if not, this guy I haven't a- seen it. I don't think so. Uh, and called officials to probe criminal cases that involved uh, any, I'm not reading that name, uh, uh, a former state chemist. Okay. Uh, let's see. Something new. Something new. <laughs> well, here's the, uh, there's the, if there's a picture of it and. Uh, Is that pretty much it though? That Those are about, about yeah. all the details they have? Yeah. That's bad. <clears throat> that's a real bad one. It's a bad, it's a rough look. Here's my like light defense of the guy is, I mean, if you went up to a guy with a, uh, you know, a chubby white guy with a beard and were like, Hey, you blind fat fuck. <laughs> and it turns out it wasn't me. I wouldn't be like, you're an ableist. <laughs> <laughs> you know, like there's no, I think he just fucked up. Like, I don't think he's a racist guy, but it is like, if you were, you know, scripting that, that's what you would have happen is the guy yells at an Asian woman and it's not Michelle Wu. <laughs> That'd be the equivalent of someone calling me a blind fat fuck and I'm focused on the blind part. Right. <laughs> yes, I suppose that's true. I can see perfectly fine. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, it invalidates this poor guy's crit- Is there anything worse than having, like, you think you got this great argument and you're really going to give it to him? You know, I've got all these opinions and now someone's going to hear about someone's finally going to listen to the little guy. Hey, Michelle Wu. (laughs) There she is right there. (laughs) Boy, am I going to give you an earful, Michelle Wu. He tries to stop him. Now, 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 let me talk, (laughs) Michelle. So the lady that got yelled at uh, tweeted out, uh, if only being a five foot four Asian woman um, I think there's a typo in me. The powers of being a, the mayor of Boston. Um, and then mayor. Read this again. I'm gonna give you. I'm gonna give you a do over here. Someone tell me how how do you pronounce I M B U E D? Hmm. Embowed. Imboo. Im- yeah, embowed. Maybe I don't know. This will be a fun clip. Look at these two idiots. <laughs> I've never I've never read the word before. Uh, me either. But embowed sounds right. Uh, if only being a five foot four Asian woman embowed in me the powers of being uh, mayor of Boston. That's the lady that got yelled at. 
Not a great line, I gotta say. No, it's terrible. But Michelle, the guy's giving you a lot of material, and that's what you came up with. Yeah, but then Michelle Wu uh, responded with the script, which was, "We should make some good trouble with this." <laughs> what does that mean? I don't know. Yell racism. <laughs> oh, great. That's fun. Way to have fun with it, ladies. <laughs> yeah, the chat's typing out how to pronounce it. It's all different. What are they saying? I am B Y B Y O O D. U-H-M. Imbiud. U-H-M-B-Y-O-O-D. I don't know. The whole thing. Well, who cares? Yeah. Quite frankly. <laughs> That's a great point. But I think it's a fun story. It's a shame we as a society can't have fun with that anymore. You know? No, that would be a great... It's like, let's make the guy feel like a schmuck. We don't have to call him a racist and drag him for a day. Just make him feel like a dummy. The dummy that he is. It'd be a good uh, SNL skit back in the day. Just have some guy yelling at all the wrong Asian people or something. Exactly. It but seems like a lot of fun. Yeah. It would have been. It's, all, it's Bowen Yang every time. That would be fun. <laughs> He's the only one there. So he has to like wear different costumes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, so the only real reason I wanted to talk about that story is because it reminded me of one of the other hardest laughs of my life. Uh, very early on when I was dating Alba, she would take the train home. She lived in Somerville at the time and, uh, she'd take the train home and have to get off and walk a little bit and she would pass, uh, you know, take out places on her way home and, uh, generally call me and I would be on in her headphones. So she'd have her, you know, wireless headphones on Mm -hmm. and we'd be talking. And if she went in to a place to order food, uh, you know, I would kind of just wait for her to order and then we'd start the conversation back up. Uh, so on this particular night, she decides to get some Vietnamese food. She stops into a Vietnamese place and Alba considers herself very cultured. You know, she's foreign. She speaks uh, three, three languages. And I can't even speak one. She speaks three languages fluently. And then, you know, a couple others, she knows uh, she could talk. She can get the gist. Um, so she considers herself very cultured. She looks down on us, you know, swine, us white uh, dimwits. Yeah. And, you know, you know she kind of looks down her nose at the fact that we aren't as cultured as her. <laughs> uh, so I'm on the phone waiting as she walks into this Vietnamese place to order food. And she says to the Vietnamese woman behind the counter, uh, Alba looks up at the big board, the menu, and says, ah, yes. I will take the namasake. And I hear a pause as I assume the woman is looking back at the board. And then in better English than Alba speaks, the woman replies, do you mean the namesake? (laughs) (laughs) I was like, yes, yes. Did she try to throw on like a Vietnamese accent too? (laughs) She bowed everything. Yeah. (laughs) Ah, <laughs> uh, yes, the Namasake. <laughs> Hillary son. Whatever what the, her name is. What the fuck is namesake? I don't know. They just named one of the items on their menu. Like it wasn't a v- it wasn't a Vietnamese name or anything. You know, it's just like you go into uh you know Big Daddy's in Brighton and you get the fat bastard or whatever the fuck. Ah, uh, okay. It's a weird, yeah. na- weird name for food, though. Gotta admit, the namesake. Yeah, 
Well, is it any weirder than Namasaki, which probably isn't a word? <laughs> I got I to gotta be honest. The second one sounds more what I would expect to be on the menu. More appetizing? <laughs> yes. <laughs> it sounds like a strong... I, you know, to be fair, I never found out what the namesake was for, as far as a meal. It sounds like a stiff drink. Hmm, that's true. Maybe she's getting shit-faced. I have no idea. <laughs> she's meeting some, someone else. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I imagine you have had... Have you ever had any accidentally racist? Yes, I know sir. you've had many purposefully racist moments, but in public, yeah, or just in general, like a mix-up like that. I'm uh, trying to think of oh, and I can't oh, think of a particular uh, incident. Yeah, not racism though. I was at um uh, a <laughs> a buddy of mine's. Uh, this isn't the funny part, obviously. Uh, buddy of mine's father passed away. Um, <laughs> It was a uh, uh, off to a good start. It was self-inflicted. Ah, yeah! All yep. right, the laughs are coming. So we're in line. I finally get up to him and uh, we're talking, and he starts asking me, <laughs> "God, this is like the worst thing I've ever done." He asked me how my job's going. This is like years ago, and I was like, "Dude!" And I did like the fake finger gun in my mouth and fake trigger. No, you did not. I swear on my life. I swear Are on my. You, you did that in the fucking in the fuck next to the casket. Oh my god! <laughs> it was literally the worst thing. I felt like shit, dude. I I was like, because that's just like that's, nor, normal talk usually. <laughs> that's something Larry David has written down in his life and then erased. Like no one would believe someone dude, would be dumb enough to do that. <laughs> I had people around me, and it was just a whole fucking problem. <laughs> I I go what what the fuck? Because not only what did he say? I think he just kind of like threw it, like pretended he didn't notice it. Or that's just, all you can do, right? You're like, what yeah, I think, we'll I, never- think <laughs> I think he knew I wasn't like pointing, going <laughs> right. <laughs> like, <laughs> Me and him, we're the same. <laughs> yeah, but it's just, it was just I was just describing my job, like oh, I want to kill myself, like that type sarcasm. Sure, yeah. Literally, I get it. Literally, the one place on earth that day I didn't want to do that. <laughs> How did he kill himself, might I ask? Um the, the uh guess. <laughs> it's it's a Did he shoot himself? No, no, no. It, it is definitely like if if uh ways of hanging yourself were hit songs, it would be a hit song. Ah, okay. We have Let's a see. we have a show named after it on this pro on this platform. Okay. Gotcha. <laughs> um and that'd be great if instead of the gun, for whatever reason, like you just did a tying the noose gesture. I am so thankful. I've done that before. Not like in a. In a fuck- you act out fucking swinging it over a banister. No, you just tying ca- it. You just do the fake pull, turn your head thing. Uh, but instead, I, I'm glad I went with gun. At least it wasn't like it wasn't like spot on. But dude, it was like I realized as I was doing it. You know? Yeah. So I was like, fuck, I gotta get out of here. You have a buddy lift you up just so your feet dangle from the... Like, <laughs> like this, you know what I mean? That's what I want to do to myself. That's what it's like working here. Dude, that was... I haven't thought about that in a long time. <laughs> Try to bury that one. Yeah. yeah. You know how your father left you because he couldn't handle this world anymore? <laughs> That's what I think about when I'm at my nine to five. That's what I'm doing paperwork at the end I'm of my I'm cashing my check. 
<laughs> going home to the family. Yeah, but that was easily the. Uh, that's that's probably that's that's what you're looking for, right? <laughs> that was great. I was not expecting one that good, to be honest with you. Yeah, I, I forgot. Oh, God. Now I'm feeling uncomfortable all over again. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. What, does the chat have any thoughts on that? I'm flabbergasted by this, but no many people have done something similar. I don't know. No one's saying anything about it. <laughs> they just left. <laughs> They're like, like, I mean, you know, there's just no call for this one. Fuck this guy. <laughs> Mike, we've had a lot of fun here, but we can't. Have, we need our numbers plummet. We need, we need Matt on permanently. <laughs> oh, good Lord. <laughs> Yeah, I wasn't expecting that. Well, hey, good for you. Are you guys still friends? Are you, are you still friends with that guy? Yeah, yeah. Has he ever busted your balls for it? No, I've never mentioned it. I haven't seen him much since then. Um, I wonder why. <laughs> we moved. Um, yeah. I've seen him a few times, like a fire and stuff, and it was perfectly fine. I wasn't broaching that. I'm not going to apologize for that. Unless <laughs> it comes up, I'm not bringing it up. No, how could you? Because honestly, he might not have even thought about it. A day like that, you're stressed out and everything. Like, thing, like it's, he might not even notice. So it would be hilarious as if he never noticed it. Yeah. And you were just like, hey, man, you remember how I <laughs> uh, made a shooting myself motion? You know how your dad killed himself? Let me backtrack for a minute. Yeah. Yeah. You remember your dad killed himself, right? <laughs> uh, yeah, actually, I do. <laughs> yeah. You know how I kind of mocked that right in front of the casket? What do you mean? Oh, you didn't see? That's what I mean. How uncomfortable would that be? But how uncomfortable would it be like if if he goes, remember when I did that? And he goes, yes. Like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we all do. It's all we've talked about for years. Like literally Thanksgiving dinner is winding down. Everyone's plates are getting empty. And my, my uncle just punched the table and was like, where's that fucker? <laughs> like, dude, it was like, it was the most people I've ever seen in, in a building too for one of those. Like it was a big one. Well, I'll tell you, you made Alba feel a lot better about her racial faux pas. Yeah, dude. Like I said, I buried that one. I haven't thought about that in four years or so. Oh, that's that's pretty good. <laughs> uh, now, I, it's you know what's funny about making you do that is I can't think of one, so I'm just like, well, moving on. <laughs> yeah, now I'm like, uh, there's probably others that just won't top. Oh, that. you've done that. Oh well, <laughs> next subject. <laughs> Mike, Mike could be like, I screamed the N word at a food truck line and everyone would be like, all right, is it as good as pretending? <laughs> That's to more reasonable. <laughs> is it, is it, is it uh, as good as pretending to kill yourself in the funeral parlor of a guy who just killed himself to his son who's having a terrible day? Oh God, that's great. Yeah. And it wasn't that, socially. And it wasn't that long ago, which is like the worst part. It was like four or five years ago. Jesus Christ. Yeah. That's the thing, though, is he might not... I don't know if he might even register it, because like you said, he was going through some shit. It's very possible it didn't even... Or if you're... I'm sure he didn't... Well, you know what? It's tough, because my instinct would say, I'm sure he knew you didn't mean that. But my thought would be, no one would be dumb enough to do that by accident. I think both are true. No one would possibly be dumb enough. So obviously he's doing that on purpose to taunt me. I really hated my job, so that was my first instinct when asked about it. <laughs> yeah. Was to pantomime well, blowing my brains out. I'm sure the poor bastard in the casket hated a lot of things too. But <laughs> I guess so. He, what a great, he had the guts to go through with he it. He was a great guy. R.I.P. Yes, rest in peace, old friend. I'm sorry, Craig disgraced you. It was bad. <laughs> <laughs> well. Listen, 
if you want to support uh, more chicanery like that, then go to patreon.com slash blind Mike, uh, <laughs> where we get weird like this all the time Yeah, on uh, live streams. You can get all live streams for just a dollar a month. Uh, everything else in the five and $10 tiers. If you want to support the show for more money, but get less, we do have a $20 tier. That is an option. It's true. If you're sick of the notifications <laughs> and uh, if you want to, Subscribe for the year. You get two months free, so look into that. Um, and support uh, Why You Laughing as well, which seems to be cooking. All the kids like Why You Laughing, apparently. Got to be honest. Uh, well, first off, that call was so good for us that <laughs> when Kirk was like, all right, well, what about Craig? <laughs> <laughs> we got to criticize something here. Yeah. And I want to say that was a nice ricochet shot. I wasn't. I was I, waiting for the sh- the other shoe to drop. She was. was like, uh, what you, what's your angle here, kiddo? Yeah. <laughs> I was too listening. I was like, all right, where's this going? I was like, there's, uh, of course, uh, guaranteed someone put their daughter on the phone and was like, make fun of this fat fuck. <laughs> she said she was 21. Yeah. Well, who knows? I thought it was. Uh, like, it, was it was Alba. I made her do it. <laughs> yeah. I, I was waiting for the uh, the shoe to drop, as they say. Yeah. So check out Why You Laughing. Uh, Bob Saget should be up now as you're listening to this um, and, uh, for free. Mm-hmm. And then uh, the Patreon episode should be uh, Opie and Anthony, Sex for Sam 3. Sex for Sam 3. I gotta add. Yes. I gotta add the three to the title. I just wrote Sex for Sam. Oh, I'm sorry. You don't have to. Actually, I'll tell you. I'll tell you right now so I don't have to do it later. <laughs> Because I'll probably forget. Yep. Uh, just make the title Sex for Sam, colon, the Opie and Anthony firing. Okay. All okay. Right. Um, um, but uh, speaking of Bob Saget, I have a very interesting clip I want to play of him talking to his wife three months before his death. Oh, really? Yes. Tell me okay. uh, it's a 44-second clip. Just let it all play out. All right. And I know you love to also pepper in movies because you love the movies. And of course, I love movies too. Pepper in movies. Reason, I like live for movies. Yeah, right. But, and you know, I, as I said, I absolutely love movies as well. Um, you love there's five something. movies. You love Big Lebowski every day. You could watch Big Lebowski Big four Lebowski, times a day. The Godfather, uh, Wayne's World, <laughs> uh, Godfather 2, Goodfellas. Casino Scarface. Um, but so I don't have long to live. These are your favorites. I'm going to be found dead in bed. You better watch. <laughs> I mean, come on. That's a joke everyone makes. I'm going to be found dead in bed. That was pretty specific. <laughs> I'm, I'm, you're going to hit me with a baseball bat and tuck me in, aren't you? <laughs> and how does his autopsy look? Baseball bat. Oh, no. Well, then you're suggesting she traveled or had someone travel to Orlando. Come on. Uh, I don't think so. I just thought that was a weird clip. <laughs> that is that is funny, but her and Nikki Glazer working together. Maybe. I still blame Anya Marina for all of that. I wonder if anyone at uh, Bob Saget's funeral was like, hey, how's uh how's the showbiz going? And they pantomimed a bat. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> Well, then it wouldn't even be as bad because we didn't know yet. That's <laughs> true. I don't, I'm just, the, I was just, I was just the worst. I was a step. Yeah, I'm slugging them. <laughs> it was a notch down from the worst. If I did the fake hang, dude, just kill me then. See, I just did it again. <laughs> it's just how I talk. Oh, God. Well, I hope Bob Saget wasn't brutally murdered. 
It's uh, not looking good, too, because now isn't the family, like, blocking the autopsy from being released? Yeah. So that's weird, right? It is a little unusual. Is this suspect enough to be a real conspiracy theory, or are we trying on this one? I mean, they said that he had multiple fractures in the back of his head. Oh, boy. Right. Uh, I'm. My guess is he slipped in the bathroom. That, yeah, right. That makes the most sense. Because who would have gotten into his hotel room and left without anyone noticing? I don't know, but I'm guessing he took a shower, floor was wet, the rich guy bathroom was probably like huge tiles, slipped, fell, hit his head on like the toilet or something. Isn't it funny? I always like when I, because I've thought about this just, you know, as we talk about it and I'm picturing a hotel room that I would stay in. <laughs> Well, today was I forget he's got uh, America's funniest home video money. That was funny today too. When you were like, uh, "Oh yeah, I forget who I'm talking to." He can walk to his sink. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like saves time. What are you talking about? <laughs> um. Oh God, that's sad. Well, the Bob Second episode is out, and on the episode, I'm like, "Well, we we have no idea how he died." <laughs> well, I guess technically that's still accurate. That is true. We don't know what happened. <laughs> Something. I'm like, we know one thing. It wasn't his wife. He, it's not like he was hitting the back of the head. That's all we know so far. <laughs> it was. I mean, there was there was some bru- something brutal happened. Whether it was uh, uh, an accident, A fall, yeah, or, yeah. <laughs> or, uh, well, keep an eye out for that, folks. Keep your conspiracy ears open. Uh, man, did Artie ever do a show about this? Uh, well, he ended his podcast again temporarily, right? Yeah. Well, I mean, come on. I, who knows? Temporarily for him is usually a minimum of eight months. He needs to retire to like the woods of Montana. Yeah, which is sad because he's such a funny guy. But like now, I don't even know if he's capable of being funny on stage. And the only reason I say that is because listening to his podcast. He seems a little slower, like he's oh, lost yeah. a step. He do, you know I what I mean? I don't know if that's necessarily there, if he just sounds like he doesn't give a shit. Well, it just his voice he sounds physically older. Um, he's not as energetic. Like he's not as ball busty. Does he really not have enough money to get his nose fixed? Um I don't know, maybe he doesn't want to. I have no idea. But it'd be a weird thing to not want to do. But it's, there's a chance he I mean, he's a gambler. He's a fucking drug addict. Like I, it's possible he blew through a lot of his money. Yeah, he was making so much. He was making like 140k a night or something. I know point. it's crazy. That is unbelievable. Yeah, yeah, it is sad that he ended his podcast, but hopefully for the best, you know. Yeah, he'll be back. He'll be back. I just I didn't know if he he talked about this before he said goodbye. Not that I heard, um, possibly because I kind of stopped listening to his podcast, unfortunately. But the Mike Bruschetti, um, not that I heard. I can't listen to Mike Bruschetti either. I don't know if that has something to do with it. Well, so here's the thing: when they started, when I already started that podcast, mm-hmm. it was kind of funny, like their 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 dynamic. It was in person though, because Artie would bust his balls a little bit. But like, I remember someone telling me a long time ago. Um, that they could get Mike Bichetti on my podcast if if I wanted, and I was like, "Well, I'm not gonna. A, I don't want to just like fuck with him. Like, I don't know him. I'm not gonna mess with the guy. You know what I mean? Right. But also, like, what am I gonna have him on my podcast for? You know? I, I what does he do? I guess he's a stand up. Did not know that. Pete Davidson had a great before he was Pete Davidson. 
he had a great story of uh, <clears throat> like when he, when he was a young stand up uh, coming up in the clubs and whatever. He would give Mike Pachetti a ride home, and uh, he's driving Pachetti home, and he asked for directions, and Pachetti's telling him everywhere to turn and everything. And then they pull up to the house, and Pachetti's like just looking out the window, and he goes, "Ah, shit." I forgot I moved. <laughs> God. <laughs> oh Jesus! What about the? Uh, what do you make of the uh, Pete Davidson Kanye shit? Uh it's 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 tough because like Kanye West is so mentally ill that he's forcing people to like Pete Davidson, right? Or side with Pete Davidson. You know what I mean? Right. Like Pete doesn't dress it. He addressed it on SNL a little bit, right? That was three years ago. Oh, is that what that was? Yeah. Okay, because people kept saying he hasn't addressed it. He hasn't addressed it. I'm like, what is this clip from? <laughs> yeah, it was from three years ago. At, it was after Kanye was on, and then after the show, he did like a speech saying how Trump ruled. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then the next week. Well, Pete, then you have to take him down then. The next week, Pete Davidson's like, you should take meds, dude. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, he's not wrong, you know? Yeah. The Like, Kanye thinks of himself as this, you know flamboyant genius when it's like no you're just kind of an asshole like you're very talented musically but when you do shit like Donda where like there wasn't a single chorus in any of the songs I was just gonna say when was the last time he put out a good song a decade ago um probably pretty close right what was his last like good I have no idea I'm not the biggest Kanye guy but um, I loved him when I was young like um what is that Graduation or college dropout? I forget which one. Yeah, uh, whatever one came out when I was in high school was awesome. I loved that. I feel like he's put out like twenty eight albums since then too, and none of them been good. No, he, they're all this weird. Like, oh, I'm such an artist. It's right. like just make some fucking music, man. Right. Has some lyrics that actually mean something. You know, throw a chorus in there. Like, it's cool to do weird shit, but also you know try and remember you have fans once in a while. You know. Yeah, and then uh, Kim K came out. And said that she's actually worried that something's going to happen to Pete. <laughs> really? Yeah. Uh, I don't know. That's a weird thing to throw out there. Like he's a fucking murderer or something. <laughs> well, I mean, he probably. Kn- <laughs> Never mind. <laughs> what? <laughs> Say he probably knows people. That's true. When you have a lot of money, you could you yeah. could find someone. <laughs> right. But uh, to give him the old Bob Saget, you know, I'm trying to find out if this is real or if Kanye's just fucking around because he's putting up like funny photoshops and shit. Of what? Uh, like he, he put up the um, the poster from uh, Marvel Civil War. No, but you're saying you're trying to figure out if what's real. If he's just fucking around and joking in general. I don't think he is. I don't think he's a jokey kind of guy. No. Did you see what he was wearing at the Super Bowl? Uh, I, I, I like that he's fucking Instagramming while he's at the Super Bowl. Right. He had like this weird hood thing on that uh, uh, like it just had holes in it. And he was <clears> kind <throat> of just watching through that. And you know what's weird? Maybe this is a symptom of just social media. Because like when he was on Rogan, I didn't think, well, this is an insane human being. You know right. what I mean? Like he was okay. Right. So like when you hear him talk... Sometimes he can be a little draining, but like he's not as insane as he comes off on social media, you know? Agreed. But, uh, you know, best of luck to those crazy kids. 
you listen to Snoop Dogg on Rogan? I did not. I got like a little bit into it. He just kept, it was kind of funny though. Cause he just kept stopping and playing new songs that, uh, he, he made. It's weird. <laughs> yeah. I don't think he's Snoop Dogg's an odd guy. Like he just has his hands in so much shit. Yeah. And now he owns he's a game show host. And, uh, <laughs> I think, you know? he, I think he owns death row records now too. Well, good for him. Yeah. Um, what was I going to say? Oh, what is the, uh, did you see the, the tweet I sent you from, uh, what is it? Alcohol, firearms, and tobacco headquarters, the, whatever the, the ATF. Is? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Alcohol, f- tobacco, and firearm. Uh, it was gun X who buys or sells guns illegally. Would you love to meet and treat them to a Valentine's Day surprise? And then listed all the ways to contact them. So, so they want you to snitch on your exes if they were selling illegal firearms. I will say it's uh, probably the most clever uh, way I've seen some government entity go about that. It's kind of funny. It is, but it's it's kind of funny, but it's also weird to be like, "Hey, you should be doing this for revenge, not to like keep civilians safe." But <laughs> wouldn't it be great to fucking raz your ex? Exactly. Which, by the way, evidently you knew of this and didn't report it, which kind of makes you that'd culpable. Be, that'd be great if they arrested the people who rat. <laughs> well, we, we got you. You knew this? <laughs> yeah. On Valentine's Day, I called immigration. It was a different department. <laughs> um, we also have... The family uh, of Albanians bugging me. Um, we also have the uh, the KFC um, Mount Rushmore Ruth Conda. Um, Jeez, I don't know if you looked into those. I did not. Are they ones we haven't talked about before? I don't recognize them. Let's give them a whirl. So the well, the I want I want to make sure we get to Chester M. Hanks definitely. Um, but yeah, let's see. Uh, let's see what these have. To this offer. first one is the reason it all came back up again. So I know it's been talked about that guy with the eight year old and the climate change. Yes, that was a great one. Yep. As I said, I believe I said on Twitter, I imagine the kids smashing Tonka trucks together. <laughs> Vroom! <laughs> Son, what do you think of the Super Bowl? It's, Father, will it solve climate change? I think not. <laughs> Fuck this. Now back to my toys. <laughs> back to my toys. <laughs> um, the next yeah, one. I could see that. Be, that's definitely up there. That's one of the worst ones I've seen. Okay. Uh, seven-year-old, uh, it's not fair that you and daddy have to go, uh, <laughs> got to have a coronavirus-free childhood. Most of the years of my life that I can remember were co- coronavirus years, and I'm scared that the rest of my life will be coronavirus life, too. <laughs> yeah, that's not, I don't know if that's a Mount Rushmore one. I don't think so, either. I don't think that's a, I mean, of course it's a silly one. It's probably a lie. Mm-hmm. But there are aspects of that I can at least see being true. And it's something I've thought before where it's like, there's got to be kids that are like, oh, fuck. <laughs> this is how we live. Like, this is these are their lives. Uh, this this third one is definitely... Shouldn't be in their KFC. We've studied this and we're saying, not in. Get it out of the Mount right. Rushmore. I figured we would grade it. Um, yeah. This one definitely is... Definitely could be up here. Uh, four-year-old. Mommy, I wish you could just stop working forever and just play with us every day. Me, feeling guilt. Why did you ask me this and not your dad? Four-year-old. Because he earns more money than you. <laughs> the awareness <laughs> the, the awareness of gender pay gap starts young. How's your weekend going? 
of gender pay gap. Does he make more money than you, you dumb bitch? <laughs> Either your kid's a liar or he's right. Which is it? She's like, he's like a CEO and she just like bags groceries. I can't believe they make more money than me. Gender pay gap. Oh, that's good stuff. But I, I'm grading these on the scale of if I believe they happened. Oh, none of these happen. I think, see, I think, here's what I'm trying to say. I think a version of that could have happened. Like a kid saying, daddy makes more money than you, or daddy works, so you should stay. Something like that I could see a kid saying. Maybe that first sentence and then the rest is ad libs. I'm putting that borderline. I feel like we've talked about better Ruth Conda tweets. Oh, that one, that one got me. Uh, but this All one, right. this one's allegedly the best one. I haven't read the whole thing. Okay, yet now I'll, I'll strap in. This is a Facebook post, so it's longer. This one KFC's um um people voted on which one was the worst. Okay, this one in a landslide, seventy three point two percent. Next highest. Was okay, good, good, good. Let's hear it. So proud of my son. Today, I asked my eight year old what he wants to be when he grows up. His answer: I want to be an ally. <laughs> I was confused. Maybe he learned about the access and allies in school. So I asked him, you mean like you want to be a soldier? <laughs> he looked at me with a pitying smile. What is <laughs> Oh my God. This is, this is the best one ever. <laughs> yeah. He looked, he looked at me. <laughs> AFC stacked the deck here. <laughs> yes, he did. At least he gra- like gradually got to the good one. Uh, he looked, at, he looked at me with a pitying smile. What a silly mom I was. <laughs> and said, no, mom, I want to be an ally to the African-Americans, the Latinx, the Pacific Islanders, and the LGBTQ2 plus community. Oh, God. <laughs> he, he nailed the letters? Come on. There's a two in there now? <laughs> yeah, I guess. Uh, I want to be an unconditional support for all disadvantaged minorities and marginalized communities that need somebody to stand by them. That's what I want to be when I grow up. <laughs> oh, Kevin, it's not even. How dare you put this? We're we're half. Don't sully this post. We're halfway there, by the way. Oh no! <laughs> <laughs> to my old friend Kevin Clancy, don't sully this post by even putting it in the same stratosphere is the other three yeah. this is an elite <laughs> this is elite this is why it crushed everyone else in the poll now can i hold on can i ask this before we go any further uh-huh because i don't want to look silly you know i don't like looking silly yep are is this fake can no. we do can we confirm this is a real person that posted this and, yes. and they're being genuine yes i started looking and I, this is back from a while ago mm-hmm. uh, i hadn't seen it until i looked at this but there's like a lot of people like, oh, that was a great day. <laughs> like, okay. <laughs> All right. Um, so that's what I want to be when I grow up, the kid says. So the mom says, I was choking back tears of pride when he told me this. Oh, God. <laughs> but I know kids can be fickle. Last year, he'd want to be an astronaut. So I asked him why exactly he wanted to be an ally. He schooled, <laughs> he schooled me good, colon. <laughs> I don't want to be an astronaut. How can I be so selfish as to want to leave Earth when it's in such a horrible state? 
<laughs> this is a fictional novel this woman is coming up with. This is the psychosis of Facebook for sure, though. Oh, my goodness. Boy, <laughs> Facebook blows Twitter out of the water. No yes. restrictions on oh. characters. It really lets people, you know, gives them some room so, to so we, marinate. We normally look into Twitter for these. Facebook is definitely the way to go. I think. Oh, we might have to start going to Facebook. Um I don't want to be a doctor. How can I keep healing bodies when it's society that's sick? Oh, no, they didn't. <laughs> this kid's a poet. This is unbelievable. I don't. How old is this kid? Eight oh, years. Oh, I'm so glad you brought this up. Thank you, Craig. Eight years old. <laughs> Eight years old, this kid is. I might want to. You know, sometimes we find a video funny and we'll play it over and over again. Yep. I might just want to have you read this over and over again. No, that's fine. I assumed there was going to be a breakdown. Um, we're not done. Oh, God. I don't want to be a lawyer. How can I strive for justice through a judicial system that's inherently racist and oppressive? What does he go through every fucking uh, occupation? <laughs> no, Mom. What I want to do for a living is a whole different matter. What I need to be is an ally. Oh, God. It's all, all you can do, is, kids. All you can do is teach them the best you can because <laughs> before you know it, they're the ones teaching you. <laughs> and scene. <laughs> oh, good lord, is that disgusting? <laughs> it's the worst one, maybe ever. What? What did she say at the beginning when she was like, "Oh, you must mean this kind of ally." Um. I was confused. Maybe he learned about access and allies in school. So I asked him, you mean, why like, would you assume that? Uh, why I, wouldn't you? I got to say in this day and age, you wouldn't assume the kid meant I want to support like minorities. I don't know. I would assume he's mispronouncing a different word. <laughs> like, what do you mean? I want to be an alley. <laughs> <laughs> I want to be an alleyway. <laughs> no, he's saying I want to be Allie. I want to. I'm transgendered, Mom, because I'm so open to. I want to be an Allie. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh my God, that is that's a sick per. If that if you're telling me that's a real person, this person isn't joking. Mm -hmm. That's a very sick human being. It's awful. That's really gross. It's awful. There was there was almost thirteen thousand votes, and it got seventy three point two percent. I don't know how you could vote for anything else. I don't know. I don't need. I don't. I want to. You know, talk to the people that didn't vote for this and say, how could you? What's your reasoning? <laughs> I didn't read this one until just now. Like I read the first like few sentences, and I went, oh boy. Yeah. I'm going to stop now and read it. Oh man, Can, you know what? My apologies because the first three, I was like. Well, this doesn't. This isn't a very good list. God, we've seen better than this. Like some of them, they were okay, but we've seen better. But that one, that is an all timer. <laughs> it's it's brutal. <laughs> Imagine being that lady's husband, because you know, like we just said about Kanye West, there's a there's an illness that you know exploits itself or shows itself on social media that doesn't necessarily exist, like conversationally. Mm -hmm. Imagine you're that lady's husband. Oh, and yeah. she's for the most part like a regular lady. Yeah. Yeah. And then you see, I would question my entire marriage. 
Uh, Kim. And uh, procreating with that person. Kim, my mom's calling me about this post you made. You're saying <laughs> Stephen said all of that? <laughs> uh, he has a D in English, so. <laughs> See, that person is trying to um, not show how profound her kid is, but how she raised her kid. That was like the gist yes. of the post. I am so good. Well, that's at where raising. the line comes from. They eventually they start teaching you. I've yeah, I've taken you this far. Right. There was one set of footprints. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> oh God, what a sickening human being! What's that lady's name? Or does it not say? Uh, it's redacted, but uh, okay, not very it's well. Probably, the the first name person. looks like it's Abigail. Okay. Well, Abby, you took the cake. That's that. That might not ever get defeated. I can't imagine. I can't imagine what would beat it. I mean, because then we're bordering. You know, it's like they say with, um, uh, God damn it. Who's the guy? Johnny Vandermeer? Is that the guy that threw two consecutive no hitters? Uh, I don't know. They say to, you know, they say that's a record that'll never be broken because you'd have to throw three in a row. Right. So you'll, you'll never top this. Like you'll be as good, but to top it, it would almost have to be fake. Oh, yeah. You know, like then we're bordering on psychotic. Well, we already are, but. Good memory. It was Johnny Vandermeer. It is Johnny Vandermeer. Good. I just looked it up. Uh, what years? It was a long time ago. It's black and long, white. Long, long time ago. Cincinnati Reds, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah. Jesus. Yes. Or Detroit, maybe. I know some va- baseball facts. Um. Um. Well, thank you. Thank you for that, Kevin. <laughs> no kidding. <laughs> I tip my cap. I try to I try to bring people some Ruth Conda uh candidates. Right. But I gotta tip my cap to the king. He's the I best think, there is. I think he's solely the reason like that's a popular thing now to like find. He is. I think he is. Well, because even when I uh I'll look up the hashtag and the most of them are the reason they're tweeting is they're tagging Kevin in someone else's tweet. Right. Right. Um, so, uh, after all that psychosis, <laughs> I think we end with the most mentally ill of them all. Chetana. Yes. Yes. Chetana. <laughs> uh, one Chester M. Hanks. And it's fun. We ended up having some good. But when I saw this this morning, I thought to myself, Sometimes you're in a bit of a rut as a podcaster. feels like every day is the same. The news is mundane. It's all the same shit you talk about every day. And then the great Chester M. Hanks says, I got you, buddy. Yeah, this is, uh... <laughs> this is where I take over. <laughs> so apparently someone has introduced Chet Hayes. People, by the way, people ask why I call him Chet Hayes. Uh, that was his rap name. It was. H-A-Z- H-A-Z-E. But now, he, now his rap name is Chet Hanks with an X. Yes, he switched to Chet Hanks. Um, so uh, someone has introduced him to YouTube. And he said, hey, to get started, uh, let's explain a very logical question, a question he gets all the time. What's it like to be Tom Hanks's kid? Right. And I just want, for the record, for anyone that's just listening, uh, he's at, in a house on the beach with a beautiful view of the ocean. Well, go to the YouTube for that kind of stuff, folks. Go to uh, the Blind Lake Project YouTube. Yeah, we should probably promote that, right? Yeah, go subscribe, tap the bell, like the videos. Apparently that helps, you know, all this comment, all that stuff. All the good stuff. 
When I was thinking about what to share in this first video, you know, I've come a long way since White Boy Summer. My life is a lot <laughs> different now. But I think for this Hold first video, we should take that was a that had to have been a joke, right? <laughs> I don't think so. He's kind of funny because sometimes he does those Instagram videos that are are swerves by the end of them. But is he joking in them? That's the problem. Is he comes off as a guy with no sense of humor, which might be the sense of humor. That's the problem. Uh, it's so intriguing. I don't know. It's hard to say. <laughs> no, I think he really thinks like, hey, yes, I'm the guy that started that phenomenon, White Boy Summer, where we certainly weren't laughing at you if we referenced it for three months. Big ups. <laughs> <laughs> but I've come a long way from that. I've grown a lot. And that's why I'm I'm Chet Hanks here talking in a serious voice now and not my Jamaican accent. Big tune. <laughs> He must hate the uh, island boys or whatever they are. They're his children. They stole his act. They're, that was my favorite thing. I forget who said it, but someone said that they're his kids. <laughs> <laughs> and I enjoyed that a lot. It is. That's his coaching tree. Right. Because apart from people ask me about white boy summer, the number one question I've always got is, what is it like, what was it like growing up as Tom Hanks' son? And uh, it's an interesting answer. The most memorable time I was asked that question was when I was 14 years old. Me and my family were invited to the White House. This is when George W. Bush was president. When I was introduced to the president, he turned oh, to me right. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> that's, that's my favorite part. You're telling a story of what it's like to be Tom Hanks' son. <laughs> yeah. Uh, what, what's it like? Uh, we were personally invited to the White House, and I got to talk with the president. Tell that story. <laughs> right. Try and stay focused here, Chet. <laughs> but I find this very interesting. So he says, I'm asked this all the time. Uh, and what is it like to be Tom Hanks' son? Well, the president asked me that question. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So let's hear you guys remember George W. Bush, right? I remember, I feel like we have an audience that was uh, around for a bit of his presidency, I would think. I think all of it, right? Most of it. Yeah. We don't have too many 14-year-old uh, listeners, I don't think. We got one, apparently. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> so let's hear how uh, Chester describes uh, his interaction with G.W., said, hey, Chester, what was it like growing up as son of a famous father? And I was caught off guard because I was only 14. The answer I gave him then is pretty much the same answer I give people now. And it's, I said, well, Mr. President, there's a lot of advantages, but sometimes it can be pretty weird. And he said, huh, that's a good answer. I think I know a little something about that because people forget his dad was the president as well. You know? No, Chet, no one has forgotten that. <laughs> the president as well, you know? <laughs> No one. He he was president eight years before his son. <laughs> no one forgot that. No. Only only oh. the only person that forgot that was his dad in his later years. <laughs> the difference, Chet, is people aren't asking George W. Bush that because he became president. <laughs> right. He was a governor. He owned the Texas Rangers and became president of the United States. The reason they ask you that is because what else are they going to talk to you about? <laughs> Your rap career? That real serious, uh, that real taken seriously uh, tune, White Boy Summer. What's You know what's sad, too, is uh, he was in a few episodes of Shameless. Uh, he was in a few episodes of that show, Your Honor, with mm -hmm. Brian Cranston. Right. 
I think he had one other acting role that I saw. I can't remember what it was, but he's like, he's a good actor. I feel like we looked this up before, but I forget. Yeah, he's a pretty, he's a pretty decent actor, but like, I think he's just so focused on being a celebrity, an influencer, a celebrity. Yeah. What's it like? Being- <laughs> you got to focus more on the acting. Yeah, what's it like being Tom Hanks' kid? Uh, well, I'm an actor now, and I shouldn't be. <laughs> yeah. You got to focus less on the exporting, Chet, and focus more on the importing is what I'm trying to say. Uh, he's uh, in something called Dead Wrong that's in post-production. Oh, let's not do this. I named his act. The only acting credits that matter. He's in Empire? Oh, that was, in a, that was probably the other one, yeah. He was in Curb, apparently. Was he in Curb as who? Uh, in the Fatwa episode. Oh, two of them. He's a, a recurring character, I guess. Victor. Really? Oh, he's in uh, the Fatwa uh, season in 2017. He was in two episodes. Really? Thank you for your service and Fatwa. I'll have to go back to uh, watch that. Interesting. He was in the Fantastic what? Four. Let's hear a little more from Chet because I there's parts of this I really enjoyed. That's still true to this day. There's a lot of advantages but sometimes they could be pretty weird. Everyone knows the advantages, you know? They're self-explanatory. I'm very blessed. I got to do a lot of cool shit that a lot of people don't get the opportunity to do. I got, I got to travel the world, stay in nice hotels, fly in private planes, and uh, I'm very blessed for that. I wouldn't change my situation for everything. You know, I love my parents. I wouldn't want any different parents, and I wouldn't want any different life, So, and I'm very grateful and blessed for all that. The truth is, it is a double-edged sword. It's a lot more complicated. And uh, not so many people really understand it. You got to keep in mind that fame is the most powerful drug known to man. It can also be the most destructive. People are infatuated with fame. They put famous people on a pedestal. Everybody wants to be famous. Hey, Chet. What have you done other than try really hard to be famous? I hate, I hate the cut jumps so much. How do you feel about the uh, inspirational Chet? (laughs) I, uh, fame is a drug, man. He's just taking shit he heard from fucking Tony Robbins. I mean, he couldn't look more like he's not related to Tom Hanks right now. He's got his shirt off covered in tattoos, bald. <laughs> it's a double-edged sword, man. I am not trying at all to be famous, but for some people it can be a drug. <laughs> <laughs> it's a lot of jealousy, a lot of envy. Everyone is doing whatever they can to be to become famous, you know. We think that it's going to validate us, and I've been guilty of that too. But the truth is, is that uh, seeking validation from fame and from others only amplifies your misery. True validation can only come from within, from self, from within yourself. (laughs) My experience was even more complicated (laughs) because on top of fame already being toxic, I wasn't even famous. You know, I was just the... We know! (laughs) (laughs) How do you think I'm doing now? (laughs) We're painfully aware. Chet Chet Hanks is talking like Now that I've reached the pinnacle (laughs) Here I sit at the end of a great career I'm going to tell you guys how it is Isn't it Like the video was titled What's it like to be Tom Hanks' kid And suddenly we've gone down this rabbit hole of uh, All the fame and fortune He has had to deal with (laughs) It's unfortunate being me so I hadn't even done anything to deserve any sort of recognition. And that created a lot of contempt, a lot of contempt for me. My dad is beloved. He's on this pedestal. But for me, it created a lot of contempt because, A, people automatically assumed in general that I would just be a really arrogant, entitled 
spoiled brat. Nope. <laughs> no, no, no. Really no. no, 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 no. We thought you might be like your dad, who seems like none of those things. <laughs> yes. Seems like a pretty affable, charming guy. The spoiled entitled thing came when you insulted rude Jude. <laughs> You put on an accent that starts with a W that uh, I and Joe Rogan can't say anymore. Right. And, and you grew up in Beverly Hills and have this rap persona that people find childish. You showed us your arrogance. You do a Jamaican accent and, you know, uh, coined the phrase white boys summer. Pretty big, pretty big hit. Got to be honest. No, no one assumed negative things about you. And it's what's sad for Chet is like Colin Hanks exists. You know what I mean? So like he's like, ah, people assume you're a real piece of shit. And everyone's like, nah, Colin's all right. Didn't he have uh, like a drug problem or something? Colin Hanks? Yeah. Am I thinking of the wrong person? I could be. Uh, If he does, I'm not aware of it. I'm not saying you're wrong, but. Hmm. I I'm I could be wrong. I don't. He was pretty good in Fargo. That Colin Hanks, what a the TV of, show, hell of a guy. Wasn't I'm very privileged, but I wasn't spoiled. I know a lot of wealthy kids <laughs> that were spoiled. My parents didn't spoil me. I was never you were just incredibly spoiled. Had to be like, there's no way he wasn't. You don't have a job. <laughs> you don't have a job. Uh, it looks like your dad's likely paying for where you're staying. <laughs> I, well, okay. He's about to tell you uh, why he wasn't spoiled, and I find it interesting. Um, because, like, you know, uh, I was—I you could say—I was definitely privileged. Put it this way: I'm—I would probably—I never had the fear of being homeless, right? You know what I mean? Like that would be my privilege, I guess. I've never—I've always had to work for money and things like that. But I knew that I could at least, you know, worst case scenario, I'd have a place to stay. Right. Um, but Chet's definition of privilege is interesting. <laughs> Given I only had one butler. Allowance, I had to work and earn everything that I've made. And that's been, it's been that way for my entire life. Growing up, if I needed money to like go out and have fun with my friends, my dad would be like, okay, you want some money? Go wash my car. I'll give you 60 bucks. You know, everything. 60. And I'm $60. Really <laughs> 60 bucks. Holy shit. I was lucky if I got 15. It's like when Bill Gates tries to guess. First of all, I'm sure he never washed cars. Right. So this is like when Bill Gates had to, has to guess like how much a gallon of milk is. Like, I don't know. 40 bucks. <laughs> That's shit. Trying to be a man of the people. <laughs> You give me six grand. Hey, you know when I was 13 and your dad would give you a grand for mowing the lawn? <laughs> to just go hang with my boys? <laughs> <laughs> Yo, dad, I got to hang with my peeps, son. <laughs> oh, big God. tune coming. Big tune. Muh, muh. Just fucking, you know, polish up my hubcaps and get out of here. <laughs> you know what? Just take it. It's 60 bucks. <laughs> just leave me alone. <laughs> grateful for that because when you spoil people and just give them whatever they want like a lot of wealthy people do what happened to the audio is that on his end or ours i can barely hear him anymore there's a helicopter flying over his head okay good good job chet yeah you didn't think to go you know what i'll wait <laughs> redo this it just kills any ambition in their children because how are you going to have the drive to go out 
and earn and achieve things if you've already been given everything and you've already been enjoying the benefits of all that. If you're so spoiled, like, how are you going to pursue your rap career? <laughs> like, how he's like, how was I spoiled? You know, just, you know, growing up on private jets and shit. <laughs> <laughs> how am I in TV shows and films based on virtually nothing? Because my name, if you see, it's an X. <laughs> and I look exactly like my dad. <laughs> up into like high school and college I learned that everywhere I went people in general just had this preconceived notion about me that I was just going to be an arrogant spoiled entitled brat and it was almost impossible we doing the repeater break them out of those Shot notions it was like just a whoa, wall whoa. like people would make up their minds about me before they even got a chance to know me and it was extremely hard to break down their walls so I encountered a lot of disdain a lot of animosity, a lot of negativity, because everybody was just prepared to hate my guts. And that... They still do. (laughs) (laughs) You've made us hate you, Chet. I actually find them pretty lovable. But shit like this is why we hate you, Chet. No one's jealous of you. This is literally the most... It's like the most bland I've ever seen them, too. It's it's very nauseating. I think we're... I know we're uh, trudging through this, but there's a part... Coming up that uh, entertained me. I, now I can't even remember what it is because he's bored me to tears, but we're getting somewhere, I think. I hope. Caused me to develop a chip on my shoulder and walk around with a lot of anger. And it led me to create this hard exterior so that people wouldn't fuck with me. Because people. That's how I got so hard in the streets. Fucked me a lot growing <laughs> up. It was never to my face, it was always behind my back. In the forms of like gossip and shit talking, people either yeah, you know, you know those uh, Tupac lyrics <laughs> about how everyone's gossiping about me. <laughs> That's why if you look at my back, I have a tattoo that says "Say it to my face." <laughs> <laughs> I remember the, the all the great rap lyricists of the '90s, N.W.A. and Biggie Smalls and Tupac. What they really harped on. Was all the gossip going around the streets? <laughs> <laughs> yes. Gossip didn't last very long because typically uh, the people doing the gossiping would just get shot. <laughs> They've been saying my shirts are too tight. No breakfast in bed for a week, Chet. <laughs> you take the elevator downstairs like the rest of us. Just. Uh. Uh, I think that was the part I liked. (laughs) Chet Hanks is talking about all he's overcome, and it's gossipy high schoolers. (laughs) Well, there's no bigger uh, threat, as we found out yesterday on Patreon. Let's all all get under the covers and sob for the great Chester Hanks. (laughs) There have been rumors about him. How dare they? (laughs) I I don't think Chet's going to have a date to prom. <laughs> oh, what a hardship. There's a hotter date out there than the one you brought, Chet. <laughs> you know, she didn't even really want to go with you. She was being nice and she wants to fuck you because you're Tom Hanks' son. She assumed that marrying you would make her money. Loser. Uh, let's see. I'll go a little further, but I think we're coming to the end here. 
hating me outright and talking shit about me behind my back or people pretending to be my friend so that they could get close to me and then also talk shit about me behind my back to make themselves look better. It's and the same. On the other yeah, side, yeah. the other category, there was the people that were just dick riders and would want to be close to me because they were infatuated with my dad and be all interested, fake interested in me to try to be my friend when obviously they didn't give a fucking shit about me. They just Isn't it hilarious to hear a guy in the middle of saying, like, I hate that everyone calls me spoiled. And by the way, everyone that likes me is pretending to ride my dick because they want to be around my famous dad. That part's probably true. <laughs> I'm sure there are people that are like that, but his great hardship that he had to overcome was having a famous dad. Like That's what he keeps coming back was, to. The problems I had, I was just so popular. <laughs> like, he's probably right. I imagine it's not the easiest thing to be Tom Hanks' kid. There's a lot of easy aspects of it, but I imagine there are, are difficult things that come with it. What makes you completely out of touch is when you make a 15-minute YouTube video describing how difficult your life is. Right. With a beautiful camera in view. Yeah. That's about it. He's, I, I, there's something else that I should have uh, given you a timestamp for, but maybe we'll talk about that next week here on patreon.com slash blind Mike. Right. Uh, and also make sure you go listen to a very good show. Yep. Recording tonight or slash last Wednesday. Go listen to uh, uh, Elephant in the Room. Yeah, sure. I like that Craig has 15 podcasts I have to promote yeah, now. So many. You know, we, Jerry Callahan's show. Yeah. Go listen. Uh, the Mitman Hour. Not yet. <laughs> Wine with Bruce. <laughs> um, yeah, and make sure you listen to uh, Why Are You Laughing? Support us everywhere. Give us five stars on Spotify, five stars on Apple Podcasts. Uh, like us and subscribe on YouTube. You know, all the things that every podcast tells you to do. Do those for us because apparently it helps the algorithm and I'm a slave to the algorithm. Oh, also, um, so I think Justin's going to give this a shot. But if you're a, a youngster out there, young whippersnapper, and you're familiar with uh, the TikToks and the Instagrams, and you want to try clipping our show in a manner that is conducive to the TikTok and Instagram real algorithms. Right. Which apparently takes a lot. You have to be very, you need uh, uh, subtitles, and you have to make sure it takes up the whole screen instead of, it's a whole to-do on this fucking TikTok. Um, so Justin's going to give it a shot. Uh, but if you want to give it a shot as well, you know, if you're one of these young hip kids that listens to the podcast, um, then let us know, reach out wherever, you know, Patreon or Twitter or wherever you, wherever you find us, reach out and let us know. Cause, uh, we'll give you a shot. Cause I would like to, I don't know why I want to so bad. I don't know how much is actually going to help the podcast, but I would like to, you know, it's something you're supposed to do. So I'd like to make sure we're doing it right. You know, well, you never know. Look at friggin' Harmon. Exactly. I could have 3 million followers. Unbelievable. Guy's a man. Yeah. He gets invited to see Shane Gillis, by the way. Did he? Yeah. <laughs> Son of a bitch. <laughs> and here's the here's the worst part, is I can't even hate him, because he reached out to me and said, hey man, you want to come with us? And I'm, I wasn't able to, but he's very nice about it, too. Are you going to see Shane in Providence? That's what really hurts. No, that's where he's going. 
I didn't know if there was like four days. Oh, there are. I just, I just uh, fucked up, and uh, I was originally going to go, but then by the time I looked, uh, Friday and Saturday were both sold out. I didn't feel like going Sunday. Yeah, he sold out five or six shows. Yeah, Pretty and then that's when uh, Harmon hit me with a. Yeah, Shane invited me down. You want to come? I was like, ah, oh, god damn it. <laughs> Dude, Harmon hangs out with like everybody. <laughs> it's a piece of work, that guy. No, he's a good man. A very good man. He's he's like uh uh he'll hang out with like us, and then the next thing you know, he'll he'll be with like Randy Orton. <laughs> it just doesn't make sense. Randy the fighter? <laughs> yeah, from WWF. That's funny. He went uh he, he got invited by WWE uh like a couple months ago, and he's next he's like um he got front row tickets and then he went out drinking with all the wrestlers after. <laughs> like, it's a strange life. That guy. It's, it's, it's wild. I love it. <laughs> um, yeah. So, you know, go follow me and Harmon on TikTok. <laughs> <laughs> Putting up similar numbers. Harmon, this is what we need. We need you to make a TikTok that just says, listen to blind Mike project. Be a man. And that's yes. It. Yes. There you go. And that's it. What's <laughs> the blind Mike project? Be a man. The guy laughs. Yeah, <laughs> just, or just put that in. I'd like to do, just let me do that. I'll replace that guy. <laughs> I got a good laugh. Um, yeah, so follow us everywhere. And uh, I don't know anything else. Anything in the chat before we get out of here? Um, I do drugs with Chet. Seems like a fun guy. Craig, yeah, okay, Craig, will you be unblocking everyone from the Jerry Callahan show account? Will you? Probably. Um, uh, Knives Weekly. You can't block people from the show account. Well, especially when... That's no good. Especially if it's... Uh, my thought was if it's someone just digging at you. I don't know. I'm Particularly if it's criticism of you. Right. You can't block them from the show account. You can block them from your account. Right. That was my thought. Yeah. But... Uh, that's about it. All right, gang. Well, good luck, Craig, on your first week on the Jerry Callahan Show. Oh, boy. Go listen to that, everybody. And then um, we'll be back whenever. I don't know. <laughs> Depends when you're listening to this. Check out page. Right, why do I keep talking? Just <laughs> goodbye. Until then, have yourself a great day. And as always, rock on. Stop the baloney, huh?